There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one. The only Puckle TCG Cast. Hello, hello, Puckleonian, and welcome to episode 70 of the Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Jushiro, and this is, of course, Puckle Pokemon uh, Underground Champions League. A nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we're rolling with it. And we've come here to talk about all new things related to the Pokemon trading card game, which it is pretty spectacular that we're in a midst in a situation where the cards are no longer the ones bringing all the news. We got so much news going on outside of the trading card game that it's just fun to be an overall Pokemon fan. It is a time to be alive for us, for sure. And uh, live with me in this great time to be a Pokemon fan are two of my favorite hosts, so let's bring in him to talk about some pokey cards. First, some say his calendar goes straight from March 31st to April 2nd. No one fools him. It is Sublime Manic. It does, but actually it's missing more dates than that. It just goes from October 1st to October 31st, and then it moves back. <laughs> and then it moves back. Just, so I, no one does fool me because there is no April 1st, but it just it's just... Every day is Halloween. Yay! Every Hello. day is Halloween with Sublime. And some say he's the only man that can make a slinky go upstairs. It's Basket! What's up, Puckle Peeps? What's up? How are you guys doing, Sublime? It's been a while. It has. What have you been up to? Well, I finished my fourth year of teaching and I'm on summer vacation. Yay! Ooh, Except it's October because it's always October. <laughs> nice that's pretty big congratulations there thank you what about you basket what have you been up to um i've actually um started playing well like a buddy of mine gave me a magic deck um well, what so... color friends still do that to friends <laughs> um well first he gave me a commander deck and those have like a bunch of colors and then he gave me um he gave me a black um aristocrat deck and so I'm adding um, a bunch of things so it'll go with my playstyle better. And it's, I really like seeing the difference, the differences between Pokemon and Magic. I think it's a lot yeah. of fun, and I think that they, they mesh in a lot of ways that, um, 
like I think is making me from learning how to play Magic. I think it's making me a better Pokemon player. Oh, for as sure. well, like that I believe. Yeah, for sure. Magic requires a lot more. Like Magic doesn't. I feel like it's a much more complicated game. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. By non, and and it doesn't give you a sense of um, like there's not a moment in Magic where you feel you're safe. Uh, even in your uh, in your own turn, mm-hmm. your opponent might intervene and and completely ruin your your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it it's, it does require a lot more actively thinking and a lot of um, guesswork and a lot of prediction on your opponent's uh, what he's having. It, it it's definitely different, but it is a, a taste for different people. Some people love magic and Pokemon. Some people want the other and not the 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 other. But they are very different. But if that's one thing for sure is what Basket, Basket says. And and I would even expand that to every single TCG. The more TCG oh, yeah, totally. you play, the better you get in It's overall, like learning languages. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Because you are able to see stuff. And the ruling on some other games might allow you to see how the rulings in Pokemon might be bent better and stuff like that. So it really is fun to learn other uh, trading card games for sure. So, um, have you guys, it's, it's been great, like, like it said in the introduction, it's been great to be a Pokemon fan. Have any of you watched, um, Detective Pikachu? Of course. Of course. Yeah? What about you, Basket? I have not seen it yet. Oh, um, you have not seen it? Okay, we'll skip then for the next time <laughs> to, uh, a little spoiler cast. I was gonna leave five minutes in the show to, uh, I really enjoy warn it. people. That's my spoiler. And talk about it a little bit, but we can leave that for another show. Now. Let's go ahead and move on to what uh, the show really is, and let's talk about trading card games, and let's start with the news. So let's go ahead and move over there. Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Buckle News. Okay, so it is a new month, and a TCG tournament has finalized, has been completely played to its uh, combination and that was the puck the annual puckle tcg tournament championship this is the championship to decide who's the tcg champion for the year in puckle and it was a lot of fun i want to first start out with thanking so many of you who've been listening to this and been participating and be active in the community you guys made this happen Everything went out with mostly no hitches, and the small hitches that were uh, found were dealt with, and everything went great. I want to thank you all. It's been excellent, and uh, my promise to you guys to try to make this more times than once a year. It's still up there. Uh, I'm moving my uh, <laughs> my um, checker pieces to see if I can make that happen soon. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about the champions. None. We have our 2019 Champ Puckle Tournament. Oh my god, I have not been able to say that. <laughs> Puckle TCG <coughs> Champion is none other than Cloud9. Congratulations, Cloud9. Get it, Cloud. Go first clap. Go, first Go Cloud9. You did it. Yep. Good job. Well Good job, And he beat Grimscore. For the championship, Grimscore is our runner-up. Grimscore has been excellent. He's been uh, a constant top biller in our tournaments. He's constantly, he was a champion once, and he, every time he has not won, he has been at the top, almost, almost winning. So, excellent player. 
congratulations to him in, uh, as well. And we have our perfect participation random winner as well, and that was Orange Avenger. Congratulations to him. Uh, the the perfect participation reward is giving at random to those uh, to one of those players who, uh, even though win or lose, they participated in all of their matches and didn't uh, stop. We provided a uh, a great prize to him as well as our perfect participation uh, winner. Now. Congratulations to you guys. Cloud9, you are now the reigning champion in Puckle. Enjoy it while you can. Cloud9's really good at Pokemon for you. in general. What was like, that? He's extremely good at, I think, all facets of Pokemon because he's excellent at the video game as well. He's excellent at Draft League. He's excellent at the TCG. Cloud9's just killing the Pokemon he's game. Way to go, Cloud9. <laughs> for sure. Congratulations, my friend. Not with that. Out of the way, let's go ahead and tackle the strong information we have for TCG. Now, our first piece of news here is a weird one. And this is a notification that the Pokemon company has notified that they stopped printing Unbroken Bonds already. Now, if you guys are up to date, you guys know that Unbroken Bonds is the newest set. It came out barely a month ago and already Pokemon has notified that it stopped printing out now when uh this year they made a few uh, decisions and they put up this information i'm gonna go ahead and read it this is from a uh poke beach article so bear with me here it explains better what's going on according to multiple distributors unbroken bonds is now out of print tpci will not be making any more of it that is not to say that you won't be able to find these sets in stores or that the product will be scarce distributors still have plenty in stock it's just to say that the Pokemon printed enough of it to meet the long-term demand and won't be making any more of it. Usually, the Pokemon company creates several prints runs of sets, which is why uh, this is news. So for example, they were still printing 2017's Burning Shadows up to recently, but with tag team, t- sorry, with team up and Unbroken Bonds, they cut off production earlier than ever. Um, speculation is because the Pokemon company's decision is that they will be transitioning to a new production style along the lines of how Yu-Gi-Oh! produces their sets. Instead of making educated guesses about how much product they make, it seems that they just will be taking all pre-orders from the distributors in the future and printing only that demand, plus a little extra on top of it. Then once uh, a set is printed, that's it. Uh, this the, the reason this could be uh, this could be is to eliminate overproduction. You ha- uh, if you guys have noticed, most promo products still use booster packs from the X and Y era. <laughs> That's because they print so much X and Y uh, bo- uh, sets that they still have new boosters available to sell. Uh, there is also several sets that Pokemon overproduce that do not sell well with distributors, such as Fates Collide, Steam Siege, and so forth. So by capping how much they print, Pokemon Company eliminates both problems. Now, unfortunately for sellers, working for Pokemon uh, Company has always been problematic because the company doesn't stick to one production style like Wizards of the Coast or Konami. Sellers don't know what Pokemon Company will or won't do, which is can cause massive losses on foot shops. Usually, a Pokemon Company keeps printing sets, but sometimes a set goes out of print the day of its release, like Ultra Prism. Sometimes it goes out of print, then Pokemon Company revises it a year later, like Roaring Skies. Sometimes they decide to stop printing a set shortly after release, like Own Broken Bonds, but hopefully the Pokemon Company will be sticking to the current trend from now on. 
your opinions on this, guys. Let's start with you, Basket. What do you think about this? Um, I think the idea that card prices aren't going to go up because of this is BS. Because if we get, you know, something like an equivalent of a Shaman or something like that, you know, like in one of these sets and they stop printing it, then, you know, that's just going to skyrocket. Yeah, that might boost um, demand for it. It might cause prices to go up. It's really hard to say to say why the Pokemon Company is so confident that this won't cause problems. There's already problems. I mean, <clears throat> look at Jirachi, right? It's just impossible to find <coughs> some of these cards. Imagine if we have such limited prints for them. Now, I suspect the Pokemon Company have been looking at the numbers and have seen that players have increased from... 2016 and onwards when Pokemon Go was revealed we had that boost where we now have more players than ever I hope uh, well I'm pretty sure that the Pokemon company is taking into that into consideration and doesn't low manufacturer like Nintendo does with their products remember the Amiibo fiasco when at the beginning yeah I hope they don't take a page from that and I do play that they really do know the demand that these cards hold yeah sublime and, and as long as they um you know, because it's not just the sets that they do. You know, they'll come out with, uh, what are those ones called where they, like, um, they'll print a card and they'll put it in, like, um, with, like, a stack of other cards. What is, what's that called? It's, like, um... Mm, like the mini sets, you mean, or...? Yeah, yeah, kind of like, well, maybe not. But, like, for instance, there was a card recently, like, they put... Maybe it was promo. Maybe I'm thinking of promo. Oh, the promos like they re they reprint things. On yeah, promos. yeah, yeah. So if they if they keep on it and they reprint promos um, in order to keep the costs low for like um, really good cards, then I think they'll be able to get around like that sort of issue. But they haven't always done very good. They haven't always been very good at that. Like, no. anyways. So. Um, I'm hoping that they get better at that so that, you know, individual cards don't just, like, skyrocket. I agree. What about you, Sublime? I think just the news that there's a set amount from the beginning is going to cause the market to increase in price somewhat, even if they made enough of it. Because news of the market inevitably affects the market and people's perception of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, so I'm very curious, right? Like, whether or not it's good or not, like... If someone thinks something's bad that's going to happen, that does affect it, right? And so I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with the prices of the set as time goes by and time goes on. Because I imagine they probably did make, like, enough. They probably made the same amount as they've made of other sets in the past that we've never even, like, given this any thought to. But because it's been announced, oh, they've made all they're going to make, I'm very intrigued to see what the ramifications of that are. That's a really Um, good point. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, when you're debuting, like, tag team as well, yeah. right? Like, you're debuting tag team in the sets that are, like, now only going to be printed once. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Yeah, yeah. It just, overall, it might bring some some obstacles, some trouble. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if collectors just, uh, that motivates them to finish their set sooner. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. And it might even be the same amount. You know, this is all just in our head if it's the same amount as they would have made anyway. But just yeah, the news we might it. be over speculating, and may, maybe this is a really well calculated uh, strategy that the Pokemon Company is doing, and they will not cost us any stress, and hopefully not any more extra cash from our wallets. I do think it'll affect the market. So I just don't know how it will yet. So that'll be yeah. intriguing yeah. to see. 
Okay, so you go, hi guys. Uh, Pokemon Company has decided to print limited amounts of every single one of their sets coming from uh, starting from uh, this year onwards. So um, let's see. Hopefully, this really won't feel it, and everything will continue as normal, or it might actually uh, cause prices to skyrocket. Let's hope it's the uh, former and not the latter. Moving on to the next piece of news. Now, we, you guys already know that we're going to be receiving two sets already. They've been announced. They've, that's a nonstop thing. And those are Unified Minds and Hidden Fates. Those are the two future sets that are coming in hot. And the reason why we're going to talk about them real quick is because they have already shown many of the cards, GX cards, that have been, they've been announcing that are coming for Hidden Fates instead of on. Unif- uh, on Unified Minds. Those cards are Mo- uh, Motor Saptos and Articuno GX, which, by the way, if you guys have not gone online to see those cards, please do so. They're amongst the most the prettiest cards that I've ever seen. I need to get myself one of each one of these versions of Saptos, Articuno, and Moltres because they look amazing. Other ones that we're going to not see in Unified Minds and instead see in um, Hidden Fates would be shiny uh, Charizard, will be Lone Articuno GX, it will be Mewtwo EX, Rayquaza EX, shiny, these are all shiny versions actually. Uh, we actually are getting a reprint, apparently, or it's very difficult, can't say the lie, I don't think it's a reprint actually, I think it's just a new card, a new Sodorak GX, and last but certainly not least, a Metagross GX as well. These are all cards that are coming in, you, hitting fates and not unified minds. Um, man, these cards are pretty. But Sublime, have you seen these cards? Yes, I love stained glass. Fun fact. And uh, there is the a stained glass uh, art style in glass. Yeah, and they just look amazing. They really are really, really well designed, and I just love the the art direction Pokemon Company has been going through uh, the past couple of years has been really, really great. And I'm really happy they've made such such great improvements to their art. Uh, and speaking of art, our, our local artists here can give us a little bit more pointers. Basket, what do you think about these cards? Um, I think they're absolutely gorgeous. I really like... Well, we're talking about Sky Legends, right? Yep. Yeah, okay, perfect, perfect. I just wanted to make sure I was looking at the right ones. Um, yeah, I really like... <laughs> Like, I'm not a fan of Keldeo, really, but I really like the Keldeo card. Mm-hmm. I like all the colors. It's very pretty. <coughs> the three legendary birds, that, that one's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I really love that. Um, I think my favorite one, though, is whoever this <laughs> whoever this dork is in the, uh, um, like, slow bro costume with the Pokemon, uh, <laughs> with the Pokeball. Like, he's hilarious. I'm oh, gonna buy a one. set of four just to just to have <laughs> just to have that one. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's it, guys. That's it for the news. I hope you guys uh, are up to uh, up to a point. If there's, by the way, guys, if there is some piece of news that you guys uh, see and you really want us, since our show has become a one in a month. Um, show uh it's really difficult to be able to talk about everything we want to talk about in tc especially since the tcg is a constant it's a day-by-day basic barrage of news they're constant new 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 cards being revealed new information being revealed it's hard to get everything in one show and still have it be a, an hour long if you guys throughout the month 
uh, find in uh, something TCG wise that I really want you guys, uh, you really want us to discuss, please don't hesitate to email pokopodcast at gmail.com and let us know your suggestions of what to speak of on these shows. It's greatly, it's a great help because I would then know that I'm giving you information that you actually want. That being said, it's time to move to the main attraction of the show, and that is Topical Beach, where we're going to sit down, take a nice sunburn, and just dwell on all the new stuff that we just need to talk about. And in this episode, is none other than the 2020 rotation that was already revealed a month ago, and already placed the Pokemon player base in a state of shock. When we come back, we'll be talking about that. We'll be right back. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Topical Beach. And we are back. Please feel the sun in your face, the sand under your feet, and the wind in your eyes. It is topical beach you're gonna sit down and talk about the 2020 rotation which was announced uh pretty long ago and it took everyone by storm the rotation indicates that starting on god i don't even remember when was the day uh it's right before worlds we will have a sun and moon ultra prism onwards rotation what does that mean? That means that we lost Sun and Moon, Guardians Rising, Burning Shadows, Shining Legends, Chrism Invasions. All of these sets are no longer acceptable in Standard, and we now have lost cards that are directly attached to those. And those are the cards that I want to talk about today with Basket and Sublime and get their feels and ideas on, on how what impact losing these cards will uh due to the format and what could replace those cards and what's our expectation will these cards probably be rotated uh, will be um reprinted we'll get to those details in a second so let's go ahead and start and i'm gonna start guys i'm gonna start with one of my personal ones that it hurts to my core that we're losing and that is little old evolutions uh energy evolution ev from sun and moon Energy Evolution Eevee for you guys up home that do not know what the card is. It is the e, uh, Energy Evolution Ability Eevee that when you place a en- basic energy on it, you may search your deck for a evolution, an Eevee Evolution that matches the type of the energy that you have placed on Eevee. This allows you to get a turn one Jolteon, Flareon, Vaporeon, whatever you needed. You could get a turn one and uh, as fast as possible. It was incredibly useful and it was if you were using any evolution, you would be playing Energy Evolution um, Eevee. But it's no longer going to be the case. It's it's gone past the rotation. So Sublime, what are you 20, your two cents on losing Eevee? Um, so I've never like made a deck that revolved solely, or not recently, anyway, like a deck, a serious deck that revolved around uh, one of the GX evolutions of Eevee. But it's upsetting because you had a lot of uh, viable and pretty good GX cards that evolved from that, and it was really easy yeah. to uh, stack it. Uh, so I'm sad to see it go, but if I'm not mistaken, you can evolve from the EVGX, right? You can. Its ability allows it to evolve, yes. And it's the only difference is it has to be in your hand. Correct. 
Yep, yep. So that's the only problem. Um, and I don't think you can do it turn DPS one, has. can you? Correct, you can't. So that's so much worse. So yep, much worse. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So it, much it is worse. definitely hurts to see these EV. What about you, Sublo- uh, Basket? What do you think? Um, I don't care at all because <laughs> I've been using this uh, EV in my um, Vespaquin Flareon deck that I've had for years. And so, I mean, it's not going to affect me at all. So oh, I expanded. That's an expanded yeah. deck, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it <laughs> won't do anything. So that's it. That's the first card that we're losing. We are going to maintain... Uh, we are going to have EVGX still in, in the standard rotation, but it's not the same. So it will definitely be a big hit once we lose EV from Sun and Moon. Um Moving on to the next one. Sublime, what do you tell me one of the cards that were I, that are being rotated out? Devastated. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm just too devastated by this. I'm like, can this be replaced by anything? And I'm like, no, it's irreplaceable. And that would be Ooh. double colorless energy is rotating? Oh, what? Yes. Yeah. I can't. Yep, yep, I can't. Double road yes. That's been in the so game I remember... since base set since like for decades. Literally for decades. Yeah. Uh, I remember um, two years ago when we heard that Super Scoop Up was being rotated out, and I'm like, "How can how can Super Scoop Up be rotated out? It's been around since since base set. It just it, I can't see the game without the Super Scoop Up, and that's just Super Scoop Up. We're losing double colorless energy this time around. You know how many decks revolve on just double colorless energy?" I'm, a lot. What really Most disappoints of me about this is double colorless energy lets you be so much more creative, and it lets you be. Uh, it allowed you to diversify the types of Pokemon you took into your deck, right? Like you get a multiple yeah. types much more easily. And I, yep. my biggest concern is like obviously we'll still be able to play the game without it, but I feel that this is going to stifle so much creativity and viability of so many things once yep. you get rid of the double colorless energy. Yep, and right now, what the only thing what we have to replace it is the triple energy, triple uh, colorless energy. But triple colorless energy only lasts for one turn, so you attach it to your Pokemon, and you can use the attack, and then it just goes to your discard pile at the end of the turn. So it's definitely not the same as double colorless energy that would just stick on your Pokemon permanently. So whether or not maybe it's because triple energy, triple colorless energy is the replacement for double colorless energy, and thus Pokemon wants to retire double colorless energy uh, because it may think that it might be overpowering some Pokemon other, over others. We don't know, but if that's the case, they took what eighteen years to figure that out. So, so um, we're losing double colorless energy, and really, it hurts. Basket, what do you think? <coughs> Um, I think that, um, it would be a huge mistake not to immediately reprint it in the next set. Um, because, I mean, just like Sublime said, that's a vital part of, like, the TCG, like, ecosystem. It allows so many other things to work, so many other things to be splashed into decks, and it would be extremely, extremely limiting to not have that. So... I'm not scared because I think that they're going to just reprint it. Um, but if they don't, I think that's just going to be like one of the biggest mistakes they could ever make. Yeah. 
I agree. I definitely agree. Double color synergies is leaving us, guys. So be ready for that hit. I think that's if 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 it's not the biggest, most um most groundbreaking change that we're gonna have in the next rotation, next year's rotation is going to be probably the the, the lack of double colorless energy for next year. So let's see uh, how worlds is going to happen without double colorless energy. At the very least, it's an intriguing thought that I really can't wait to figure out how it plays out. Yeah, and something interesting um, <clears throat> is you know how they started making it so that you have to play expanded in order to actually be able to go to worlds yeah in uh something i've realized since uh starting to play um uh, magic is that their version of expanded is the way that everybody plays they do have like uh like standard where they rotate stuff out but mm -hmm. it's not the one that is normally played it, like isn't the primary one exactly yeah so maybe they're making a push to do that because I, I would actually really like that because it would just give you so many like More options. options. Yeah. So if they do that, I think I would be okay with it. But with standard being, you know, the standard um, <laughs> and like the way you play at worlds, you know, like you, um, uh, I don't see that happening, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now basket. Uh -huh. Give me one of the cards that we're losing on this rotation that we like to, would you would like to talk about. I don't want to talk about it because it hurts me so much. I'm losing my boy. Oh no! Oh no! I'm losing. I'm losing my boy, Guzma. Guzma, yes. Guzma is leaving us. Are you okay, basket? I need a minute. <laughs> For those of you at home, uh, Guzma is the uh, supporter card that allows you to bring a Pokemon from your opponent's bench onto your active and allows you to switch your Pokemon to one of your bench Pokemon as well. Um, it is a staple in today's meta. Um, every every deck needs at least, the very least, play one. And if you're playing one, you might be playing it wrong. Um, Guzma. Guzma is disappearing and, and the hit from that is going to be really big um anything you want to say basket you did you collect your thoughts now <laughs> uh yeah i'm good um <clears throat> basically it's just it's incredibly upsetting to me because they I'm, I'm missing what was the card that we used before guzma lysander lysander yeah when they got rid of lysander i was super upset and then they brought out guzma and it was a lot more limiting but i could still make it work and now that Guzma's gone, like, there's no way but, like, attacks. And I think, well, wait, is Lycanroc being... Um, Lycanroc's yep, rotating Lycanroc out, too. Is rotating out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's probably something with an ability or an attack that can do that. Oh, well, um, yeah, for sure. No, there's definitely ways to do it right now. Uh, in terms of items and tra trainers, we do have Custom Catcher, which is a new card that came out recently. Uh, this one of the, depending on how many you play at a time... Um, it has different abilities and custom catcher. If you play two custom catchers from your hand the same turn, uh, at the same time, you're able to uh, do basically a simple Lysander, which is bring your opponent's Pokemon onto your active, onto his active, and then you're allowed to do whatever you want. Um, yeah, which is which is BS. That's correct. Yeah, 
Uh, other than that, uh, there might be a Pokemon or two with an ability that allows you to do that, uh, but uh, they don't come to my mind right now. Uh, but it is definitely sad that we're losing Guzma. Terribly sad. Sublime, do you have anything to say? Eh. Oh, really? I'm like, eh, it's fine. I'm, I'm not that bothered by Guzma leaving compared to some of these other cards. How so though? Guzma is, like Guzma is the winning card for many games. Like sure, sure it is. At yeah, the I end know. of the day, it depends on who is able to draw that Guzma first. Let me ask you this: How many Guzma do you play in your deck? Usually two to three. I usually play two. I'm like, eh, it's fine. We'll get on without. <laughs> Guzma has saved my butt way too many times for me to not be upset. Sure, like, but I mean, like that's applying he's... to both sides now too. So I feel like we're still like not that bothered. It could be true. Could be true. I mean, now you don't have to losing Guzma. Guzma. I don't <laughs> think like reduces the creativity of decks the way losing something gotcha. like DCE does. Gotcha. Um, I don't think it. Well, I mean, it's not a giant deal because Glissopod's out. Mm-hmm. Too, yeah, right? Glissopod's um, leading with them. But I mean, Glissopod would have never been a deck without. Guzma. No, it wouldn't have. But they're moving at the same time. And when was the last time Glissopod placed? Actually. Yeah. I feel like it got um, power. Crap. It's been number one in my heart for a long time. Vespaquin, it, so, it replaced uh, Vespaquin as number one in your heart. No, no, you're right. You caught me. <laughs> it's been number two in my heart for a long time. Does Vespaquin mean nothing to you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. You <laughs> uh, better take it back. Um, speaking of taking back, uh, another card we're losing that would take energies from the. Um, from the your bench or your active, and then put itself in the itself in the active. Topic <coughs> up with GX. Um, this is a pro- started out as a promo card, then was revealed uh, in Guardians Rising. Uh, Topic up with GX w- was a card of many different roles, depending on multiple time during the most recent 2019 format. Um, at, when it came out, people tried to make it like the primary card, like it had a decent attack. It did a, a 130. It was, and it was 130. Yeah, I'm 130, pretty sure. For three, but you could get it to attack as soon as you set it out. If it, the, exactly, the energy was on the board. The ability is that as soon as you play it from your hand onto your bench, it would automatically grab as many energies as it wants from Pokemon that you have, that from energies you have in play, and it would automatically put itself as the active so if you played it having already three lightning energies in your bench or in your in play then it will come ready to attack as soon as it came out it's first attack for 130 is a really good number of attack 130 is really good hit uh it's just good good math there and then it's uh gx attack i believe is 50 times the amount of damage counters i want to say i thought it was energy but energy uh, something like something. that 50 x it's a GX attack, and it was really, <coughs> really, really good card. Uh, it then became a, uh, because of its ability and because how well it worked, it became kind of like a, a, a revenge attacker or a surprise attacker that would just come out of nowhere and knock out your opponent without even him realizing it was coming. It's a good card. Unfortunately, its time has come, and Tapu Koko GX is rotating out. Uh, Basket, what's your two cents on the uh, on top of uh, Tapu Koko? Um... I never played it, um, so I really more have attachment to cards that I play. Um, okay. I feel like it, I could be totally wrong, 
but it at least didn't impact my play and when I was going against other people a whole lot. So I'm not really worried. Okay. That sounds fair. What about you, Sublime? The only reason Tapu Koko GX is even worth talking about is because Lightning had a resurgence. Surgeon. Yes. Um, yeah, in recent sets. Because when it came out, it was not like the card to play. Like You could make a deck around it, but it wouldn't be top tier. Or mm-hmm. even noteworthy. Like, yeah, two hit KSO thing, but like lots of things one hit KO, so you're not that special. The only People reason. They try to yeah, make decks. They tried. I, I've made a Tapu Koko deck for funsies. Because yeah. it was among but the it's first a funsies uh, deck. Yeah. GX is a, uh, mm-hmm. revealed. But it's not like. Today, it's like. The only reason it's even a thing is because Pikaram is a thing. Like, that's the yes. only reason we're talking about it on this list. And guess what? Pikaram's gonna be a thing without it. I don't think it cares. <laughs> Yes, Picarum does not is not affected by any <laughs> yeah. of the changes. This is a one way relationship. It doesn't okay. even face it. Maybe <laughs> maybe Guzma is the real card there that really hurts uh, uh, Picacrum because it would it, it does enjoy picking things from the bench and then yeah. position itself so it can it, sure. do a double knockout with its GX attack. Uh, but other but than Tapu that, Coco yeah, is, is completely like, unfazed. Actually, if there's a Tapu Koko, we should be weeping. Is the promo Tapu Koko going? Oh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. That's I the real, that. like, that's the real Tapu Koko to worry about. Yep, the promo. That is true. And luckily, I think we're sticking with that, that a while longer, so no Okay. No yeah, that one's sticking yeah, for a while. That, the, that has zero retreat cost. Uh, it can do 20 to everything, right? Uh, yeah, twenty to everything. Although, what was uh, and the attack zero cost retreat cost, that? which is what the best the part of it. Cost on that? It was a double colorless. Oh, it huh, was huh, a double huh. colorless. See how that's affecting everything? Everything. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yep. guess what? Yeah. Every deck could run that, or any deck that wanted a zero retreat cost could do that, and it was really helpful. Yep. Huh? Yeah, it was super. It was super helpful um, in my uh, Glissopod deck. Yeah. So the real loss is that uh, double colorless energy yet again. But I don't think anyone should yeah. be weeping for Tapu Koko GX. <coughs> yeah. Well, and if you are, you're playing the game wrong. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now, moving on to the next one, Sublime. What are you hurting? That is what nice. hurts me. You know what? I'm actually not going to do one that hurts me. I'm going to do one that makes me celebrate. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Enjoy this. And that's going to be Marshadow from... Uh... Is this Rising Legends? I thought it was Burning Shadows. Uh no, uh, Bernie Shadows. I believe it was the uh, GX. I thought they were in the this same set, the... but either way, we're losing Baby Marshadow. Yeah, the one that has the judge effect when you play it. Uh, yep. good riddance. That's all I have to say. Like, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> I didn't like when people were like complaining about it. I was like, get over it. But I'm glad to see it leave too. Like, uh... <laughs> people, I'm like, I'm not gonna game. give up on the game because it was available. But I am happy to show, happy to show it the door. <laughs> way out. I think that's the overall uh, feeling towards this Marshadow. I am going to miss it because I did enjoy playing it. That turn one Marshadow. Sure, but like, really did you savage. like getting played with, against with it? Oh no, it was the exactly. Worst thing ever. So I've I feel like this is just a win-win for everyone because no one used I've it ha- as an I've integral part games. of the strategy. Right? It was yeah, something no, you I've did had... to like give yourself a leg up, <coughs> but it was yeah, kind of no. unfair in that way. And I'm very happy to see it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I've had games where um, I lost because of Marshadow. Because my opponent, uh, it was his first, first turn. 
He pl- played the card, the Pokemon cards that he, what he, he played. And then on his first turn, he drew a card. He played two or three things. He called a Marsh Shadow. He completely shuffled, reshuffled my hand and his hand. And when he grabbed his hand, he just played a Lilith. So he got back to 10 cards, and mm-hmm. I was there with just three cards and no draw support. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm not even yeah. going to try at this point. Uh, you know, he uh, concede. You you got this game, sir. I'm not even going to try coming back from this. It's just no way. Um, it was pretty – it's pretty hardcore. So many people feel like this card is – it's good riddance that it's leaving. What about you, Basket? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it can just – leave right out the back door make like a tree and leave <laughs> yeah there we go guys marsh shadow baby marsh shadow is no longer going to be a although we are losing marsh shadow gx as well right i don't think we are i think marsh shadow gx got reprinted as a ah promo. good 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 i like the yeah, creativity a, that card allows yeah as a tin so that's why it's surviving. And it, I think tins uh, is the way. I'm surprised that Tapu Koko GX didn't survive, but its tin was among the first tins mm-hmm. to be, uh, from Sun and back in Sun and Moon. So I can understand why uh, Tapu Koko GX didn't make it, but there's a lot of tins that have been made recently. Um, anyway, that's it for Mars Shadow. Uh, let's go get another one basket. Any one that you want to be talking about? Yes, sir. Um,. I am upset that Choice Band is leaving, um, and this is and the reason why I'm upset is the same reason that um, we keep going over and over again is that it's limit it's limiting the uh, the amount of usable decks mm-hmm. because um, I can't tell you how many times I mean because I don't put Choice Band in my deck unless I need it like. If I need, if there's a deck out there that has just like way too much um, HP or something like that, um, then I'm throwing it in there because I'm tr- and I'm trying to figure out the numbers of when I can hit that sweet spot. And Choice Band helps with that, among other cards. But Choice Band is something that stays with the Pokemon and it's on there and it like really helps out. I mean, oh, there's yeah, so that many- extra thirty HP does a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, it's the difference between, you know, a one-hit KO or a, t- a-, 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 a two-hit KO. You know what I mean? Like, it's you're, if you don't have that in a lot of decks, you're automatically giving the other player an extra turn. And you don't want to do that, ever. So, yeah, I'm not happy it's leaving. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Um, choice ban would allow that extra oomph that some Pokemon needed. Uh, and 30... HP is such a wonderful amount. It's the same amount using Beast Energy. It's the same amount in Choice Band. It's it's just a really good amount because it does that that it does make make perfect math. Those 150 damage Pokemon can do 180, which is just enough for you to knock out a uh, basic GX Pokemon at 180. Yeah. Um, it did. Uh, it would transform those Pokemon just doing 110 to 140, being able to knock out those Pokemon that has 130 HP. You should need those stage twos that aren't GXs. So it, it mm-hmm. was just perfect math and losing choice band kind of feels like losing muscle band when we once had it. Um, Although and it's we got choice band right be. after that, didn't we? We did. I think we had choice band right before we lost muscle exactly. band. Right? So they they didn't, didn't stay in the, they didn't stay in the game too long together. They were before the rotation it just came out and it became the new muscle band, I think it was. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I agree with you, Choi. Uh, it's just it's it's hard to lose choice, man. What about you, Sublime? What do you think? And r- real oh, quick, wait, it's yeah. it's it's just such a like horrible thing too, because now they're coming out with those tag teams with those ridiculous amounts of HP. It's like, come on, guys. What disappoints <laughs> me about that is I think it just forces people, or it really pushes people to play those tag teams, uh, mm-hmm. which is very stifling creatively because. A lot of those tag teams can one hit, right? And the meta revolves around yeah. can you one shot now, right? Or something with three hundred HP, or can you do three hundred points of damage in one attack? And yeah, like choice band. I don't. I'm not that bothered by losing it, and I expect we'll get something that boosts damage pretty quickly. In fact, what's even more frustrating is this seems to favor certain types that have ways to boost their damage, whereas choice band was yeah. universal. But exactly. yeah, um, it does feel a little bad to lose it. Yep. No, it it does, and and it's even more bad. Let's go ahead and combine it with another another card that will give us an extra oomph and an extra damage when we need it, and that's Professor Kukui. That was my favorite uh, supporter to play. Like, yeah. That was my favorite supporter in the form. <laughs> yeah, Professor Kukui is from Sun and Moon. Also leaving us, of course, uh, Professor Kokuya would allow you to draw two cards and your uh, next attack for that turn will have an extra 20 damage to it. Um, it was a card that, meant, like Sublime just said, many people love playing Kakui. It was that extra little damage that you needed to get over that hump to be able to get that one-hit kill that you needed. Um, it's just an excellent uh, uh, for that, <coughs> but it was also excellent in the sense that you gain an extra three cards. I mean, two, fantastic. Uh, sorry, two cards. Uh, an extra two cards. Uh, you know, incredibly good. So uh, we are losing Professor Kukui, unfortunately, which is kind of um, matching because we are ending the Sun and Moon era this year, mm. and we are moving to <coughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield. So losing Professor Kukui uh, is kind of like a bat- uh, baton pass or passing of the torch. I would wait the for the next for this professor to come before cutting the last, though. The that baton pass true. ain't going to make it. I'm so distracted. You know what? I'm not <laughs> like Kukui was my favorite uh, supporter to play, but it's not as bad as when we lost Sycamore. Yeah, Sycamore hurt. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was painful. That was really painful. Yeah. So that's it. Kukui, uh, both Kukui and Choice Ben are leaving, leaving our choices for more damage to be a little bit less than we did a while, a, a bit ago. Just play electric. Nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just play electric. <laughs> Just that play one has more than enough damage ranking up uh, cards now. Um, but we're going to move on. Sublime, do you have another one? So I'm not sure if we're losing this, but if we do, I'm devastated. Devastated, and that is my shady boy, uh, my good dog, Zoroark GX would be leaving this set. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're losing it because they might be reprinting it. I I can't tell. So I think they're reprinting it. Uh, yeah, after As a shiny. we did our news is a section uh, uh, in this show, we because we were kind of confused by the Zoroark card, and we didn't really research that one because we were researching the overall. Uh, of these cards, we didn't notice that there was this Zoroark here. And upon searching, Sublime made a quick search, and it appears to be a a, um, a reprint. So if that's the case, we are not losing Zoroark. But for the purposes of this episode, let's go ahead and act like we were. 
If and we do, I'm devastated. I'm devastated. Please tell me. Um, it's such good draw support, and it's draw support that any deck can use. And it's right, like any deck can slap in some Zoroark and get really good draw support. And in an era where we have just lost, when we had lost um, Sycamore and we just lost Kukui, and like we have draw support, there's always forms of draw support, but this just really helped you uh, improve the consistency of your deck. To see it go kills me, especially because I like the attack. I like I like dark. It's my favorite type. And so I'm disappointed. I am. It really is. This card was the protagonist of so many decks. And not not just was it the protagonist of so many decks, it was the protagonist of so many first place decks. Uh, the card itself is one of those cards that is hated or loved, depending on who you talked about. But the reason why I love it the most, it is because it was so versatile that no two... Sword Zoroark GX decks looked alike, and you could. Um, it wasn't even. It didn't even have to be Zoroark GX deck because it's a stage one. It doesn't take a lot of space, right? Like you could run it and do something else as your deck pretty easily. Exactly. It was the. It's yep. the best protagonist, but it also won for best supporting actress too. And so it's mm-hmm. just uh, <laughs> we're losing so many things with it. Or such a consistent, like versatile draw support card. Yep. That was a good backup attacker too. You know, it really was. Basket, what do you? All right, so I just um, Googled both cards in the Japanese so I could uh, compare the text, mm-hmm. and the text looks exactly the same. Okay. Huh. So it looks like we're not losing it. That's a relief. Okay, so we are getting Sodorak reprinted. That's good. <clears throat> okay, so Sodorak, baby, seems like you're staying in the game for a little bit longer, but we... Uh, uh, well... Again, we haven't. Uh, we still need to wait for it to for the Sodar GX to actually be announced for rotation. And we might actually lose it uh, for so a bit before see. it gets reprinted, right? Yeah, we yeah, definitely that is are, true. for sure. Yes. So there is going to be a, a time where Sodar GX is not going to be available. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one, Basket. Which one do you want to talk about now? Acerola. Ooh, my baby, my baby, Acerola. Yeah. <sighs> so, what I know, I know ahead. it's going to hurt you because you have a lot of uh, um, emotional attachment, <laughs> attachment to this, to this character. Um, no, not the character. The name Acerola. It's my favorite fruit from the Caribbean. I thought it was uh, also your favorite character. No, I, I thought she was your Gen Seven waifu. No, no, God, God. <laughs> oof, that's a child. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was, uh, oh my god, the rock, the elite four. Oh, that's right. Olivia that's was my waifu. Uh, no, no, Acerola, I had a really deep connection to her. Because of her name, Acerola is a, uh, it's the name for the Caribbean cherry that I would eat when I was a child. And the fact that there's a Pokemon card or Pokemon character called Acerola, my favorite cherry when I was growing up, it's kind of like, oh, you know, it does have that personal feel like, I like that. I love that name. I love that character because of my past. Uh, but other than being a, a great name for a character in Pokemon, it was also a great freaking card. It will allow <clears throat> you to scoop up the, uh, any Pokemon you have that has any damage counter and place it and all cards attached to it back into your hand. Um, and that itself was a really powerful effect. And it was really, really good. 
And uh, I, there's a lot of cards. I mean, one, for example, I know one type of, uh, of card that's gonna hate losing Acerola, and that's the team up, the, the team up cards, the, t- the tag teams. Cause tag teams would love when it, since they have 250, 270 HP, when they reach 200, they would love to do Acerola and bring it all back. And your opponent was like, oh, but I was just gonna knock out that tag team. Um, but that's no longer going to be an issue. So it's going to hurt tag teams. It's going to hurt a lot of decks that depended this, uh, uh, depended on Acerola to be in quick and easy exit and to deprave your opponent from the price that he would have gotten if you would have let that Pokemon down. So it is, it is kind of hurtful. Yeah. I think that it's overall, um, as much as I hate to say this, I think it's overall a good idea because of tag teams. Yeah. Because you don't want this in the meta with tag teams and those that ridiculous amount of HP. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, it is sad because um, I used that card in literally every deck. Because there's ways At least to, one. you know... Yeah, like, if you need... Um, you know, if you only have one double colorless left, but you have three available attackers, you know, and that one's going to go down. You just throw down the Acerola... Bring get it back. Yep. that Pokemon and um, uh, and that double colorless. You slap that double colorless down on um, a different Pokemon, throw that one up in front, and you're ready to keep going, even though you only have one double colorless left in your. Luckily, deck. that so, situation won't happen anyway because we lost double colorless. I mean, you're oh, right. That kills you. You're right. <laughs> that is true. But it could be used for the other special energies or tools that you might want to bring back or whatever you need to bring back. Maybe you just need to evolve something else on your bench using the one evolution that you have down there. Doesn't really matter. Acerola was for you. Was there for you for those things. Now it won't be. Yeah, I used it a lot for like when I had um, uh, when I had for example. I, I know I keep talking about Glissopod, but for example, <laughs> um, when I had. Um, uh, Oh my gosh, why did I forget his name? The first evolution? Oh. Wimpod. Wimpod, yeah. Um, if I had three Wimpods out and I just, for whatever reason, wasn't pulling another Galissapod and that one was going down, then that's another way that I could use Esarola to just plop him back down and push him up a new attacker, you know? It, it was just overall a great card and it will surely be a miss, at least. It, it will be for me and many others in the game. Now, we have reached to a point where we now have to go to a lightning round. So what we're going to do now is we're going to mention a, one of the cards that are rotating out. And you guys give me a one-sentence feel about what you think about this card leaving. And that way we can move on to the next section uh, of the show. Feel me, guys? Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Let's do this. Oranguru from Sun and Moon. This is the Oranguru that allows you to draw up to three cards if you have uh, less than that in your hand. Sublime. Irrelevant. Losing this. Irrelevant, doesn't matter. So, Not at this point. Uh, basket. Um, I never thought it was that great of a card. I think that it had its uses when we were struggling with card draw, yeah. but that was it. Yep, it had, um, it had a moment so of its time. time is, yeah, its time has passed. Its time has passed, I agree. We really, this really won't affect us all that much. It was there for a moment of time that we needed it. It was the hero we didn't want, but the hero we deserved at the time. And now we no longer use it, so we're going to send it on a plane with a, a nuke and explode it in top of the ocean. One sentence, and, Kishiro. And, <laughs> and that was a reference to the Dark Knight Rises. Now, um, the next one. This one's going to be interesting. 
Tapu Lele GX, Guardians Rising. This is the Guardian Star uh, uh, Tapu Lele that allows you to grab a supporter card from your deck and place it into your hand. Basket, let's start with you. Upsetting. It's just pure upsetting. Um, I, I mean, who didn't love this card if they had it in their deck? Yep. Fantastic card. Incredibly good power bit of annoying that it was easily picked out and killed by some by some but that's the point of balancing cards you can't have something too powerful in your bench and Tapulele was definitely that sublime i think it got weaker over time so i am not that bothered yeah by the way there's a good a really good question uh people are asking wait didn't Tapulele got reprinted in a box not too long ago um yes but no so pokemon uh starting i think last year or late the year before starting a new trend about printing some promos with a cap with a lowercase a <coughs> next to their number that lowercase a what it means is it is a reprint in terms of hey this is the same card with a new art but it's not a reprint as of oh wait this is now going to extend its time in standard no capital uh sorry i keep saying capital lowercase, lowercase a means it's not reprinted so that tapu lele that you guys might have bought in that Box were included. Tapu Lele, the the Tapu, uh, I think Tapu box or something like that. That Tapu Lele is going to get rotated out. It will not extend the life of the current Tapu Lele. Just get Guard. Okay. Zoroar. Just use Zoroar. Yep. Eh. <laughs> Moving hmm. on to the next one here, we got Garbodor Trashalanch Garbodor from Guardians Rising. This is the Garbodor that does twenty times the amount of island cards on your opponent discard pile. Sublime. Let's start with you. Trash. <laughs> Press that you're glad that it's been taken out. I'm not bothered by losing like trash lands. I it like there were too many ways to deal with it as time went on. So yeah, it was a king when it came out, yeah. but it, at at time passed, it became balanced out, and people weren't as terrified of it yeah. as they once were. Uh, what about you, Basket? I'm happy. I never liked this card. I hated playing against it. Um, so I mean, it would. It was a good card. That's why I hated it, but yeah. I still hated it. There you go. Tapu Lele, thank you for... I'm sorry, uh, Garbodor, thank you so much for playing. Uh, the tr- dumpster is out in the back. Now, moving on to the next one. This one hurts me personally because it's one of my favorite G- Gen 7 Pokemon. You guys knew that I... In fact, in the first Poco- PocoCon that I went to, my deck revolved around this Pokemon alone, and that was Lycanroc GX from Guardians Rising. This is the Lycanroc, the, uh, the uh, Midnight form, which basically had the ability that would allow you to uh, Lysander, bring any Pokemon from your opponent's bench onto the active. We're losing these bad boys. So, uh, Basket, what do you think about it? Um, I mean, I was playing um, Glissopod at the time. And uh, I kicked your butt, so I don't care. <laughs> very true, very true. It is weak to grass. Let me just note that. <laughs> what about you, Sublime? My favorite deck in the last couple of years was Zoroark GX, Lycanroc GX. Yes. So it will be severely missed. It will be missed. I love that Lycanroc GX card so much. But uh, goodbye, Lycanroc. It will, you will solely be missed. Um, hopefully you will do the same amount of carnage you did in standard in uh, expanded. Now moving on to the next one, we got a lowland mock from Sun and Moon. Now this lowland mock is, 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 is a one that didn't see that much play, but still 
is uh, was part of the meta and people did play it and that is this is the mock that when you evolve it and it's in play all basic pokemon will not have their abilities be your hand your discard power your bench doesn't matter once you have uh lolan mock down no basics could use abilities at all you had to have only evolutions to the ability it was a great great partner up with sword because it will not impede sword ability it was just overall it's a gr- it was a great partner to even uh other pokemon such as charizard gx uh not gx sorry charizard the regular charizard um that uh, again because charizard was an evolution it didn't impede Charizard's uh, ability to gain energies, but it would impede your opponents uh, if they would play something like a Jirachi. Um, we're losing this one, so let's go to Basket. Uh, yeah, so basically, I'm. It only really affected me once, um, and it was somebody. I don't remember the deck, but somebody had it in an expanded deck, and it made it so that I couldn't get my Flareons out, and so I was upset. Yeah. But I didn't see it a, a whole lot of play, so. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of play in Expanded that I could see of it, so it didn't super affect me a whole lot. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, well, in Expanded, there's other ways. There's better ways, uh, such as the, uh, the normal, uh, Garbord, or the, the one with, um... Forgot the ability's name, something garbage. Exactly. Toxic, yeah, toxic, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Toxic something. Uh, that one would, yeah, but that would lock only, um... Yeah, it, that was just savage. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, that one's still in expanded, so maybe Alolan Muk might not see as much, but Alolan Muk does have yeah. the advantage of letting evolutions use the ability, so who knows. Anyway, moving uh, ba- uh Sublime, did you get to talk about? Yes, you did. No, right? I did Alolan not. Muk? No, I did not. Oh no, sorry. Alolan, what do you? Your, your take on Alolan Muk? <sighs> it's not that big a loss, and I'm not in. Like, yeah, it's not that big a loss. There you go. Not that big of a loss. Not yeah. that played. Not that big a I'd loss. Say it, I'd say it's notable. Yeah, it's noteworthy, but I'd it's, it's not going to impact but... like the format. Tremendously. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, moving on to the next one. This might hurt. Nest Ball. Sublime, let's start with you. This one does hurt. It does hurt. Nest Ball, N- Nest Ball was just a... Man, who doesn't play Nest Ball right now? Every single deck has Nest Ball. Allows you to search any basic Pokemon. Simple, straight to the point. Doesn't give you any restrictions. Do you need a... 30 HP Pokemon, Nest Ball will get it for you. Do you need a 250 GX Pokemon that is a basic? Nest Ball will definitely search for it, no problem. It's just whatever you needed, as long as it was a basic, it was yours. And we're losing that power now. Nest Ball is no longer going to be available, and it really, really, really does hurt. It hurts me, Nest Ball hurts me more than Ultra Ball, to be completely mm. honest. And um, for me at least, at the very least me. Um, so, because we've already, we've had so many new ways of searching like that for, mysterious treasure card, huh? Yes, uh, on yeah, uh, we, uh, Sublime <laughs> lets us uh, throw it to my face, but he's right, and and yeah. I was wrong. Mysterious treasure is a great card now more than ever because Ultra Ball is leaving the format. But it, it wasn't even just mis- uh, mysterious uh, treasures. There's so many other ways of finding what you need in your deck. But basic Pokemon was still something that it was good to be able to draw upon when you needed it. Um, because it could save you and not cost you anything. Ultra Ball would cost you two discard cards. My, uh, Mysterious Treasure will, uh, would cost you one discard card, and it needed to be. It needs to be a Psychic and a Dragon. Nest Ball will give you no restriction. The only restriction was a energy. 
Uh, sorry, a, a basic Pokemon. And and it's not going to be. And I know I said Lightning wrong here, but Nest Ball is a very important card and does hurt to lose it. So uh, I'll give you two sentences this time around. Sublime, let's start with you. This one hurts. That's it. Like, I'm very upset to lose Nest Ball. The only nice thing about something like that leaving is knowing that it applies to everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like you have a uh, uh, definitive disadvantage more than everyone does, but it does make deck building uh, very different now than it was when Nest Ball was available. Basket. Yeah, it definitely makes it more difficult because uh, what I used Nest Ball for mostly was um, my decks where I would have like several different uh, stage one Pokemon. Yeah. So I so I needed to bring out what I needed to bring out at the right time in order for things to work. Mm-hmm. So that was just really like it was just such a great card because it could expand what I could use. And now that's uh, I don't like it because it's 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 limiting. Yep, it is. Uh, it's definitely gonna hurt to lose Nest Ball. So hard to see you and and. Ultra Ball will be the next on my list. We just co- cover Ultra Ball, in my opinion. Uh, I, Ultra it's, Ball it's, hurts, it hurts a lot hurts worse than because of what I just explained. There's just so many other ways that you can search for stuff in your deck now um, that uh-huh. costs you less than Uh-oh. two cards in your hand. Um, that be Pokemon ability through Pokemon abilities, attacks, or other item cards. But it's still uh, Ultra Ball for two discard cards will allow you to search any Zero Pokemon thing? that is still incredibly powerful. It is still being played, although people were playing it less so. People instead of it, it used to be a stable to have four Ultra Balls in every deck. Now it was now you see decks with just one or two because they depend more either in other cards to do searching for them. So it's not that, but it still hurts to see Ultra Ball go. And it's one of those cards that's been around for forever, just like Double Colors Energy, just been around so um it's it's definitely very interesting that we're gonna see it to go and maybe we'll see it reprinted but probably not so, uh basket what do you think well something interesting is that nest ball was the reason why i was able to bring down my ultra ball count yeah so uh i feel like <laughs> uh if they reprint ultra ball which i'm sure they'll I, i'm i'm almost positive they'll do that um if they reprint that um and Nest Ball doesn't get reprinted, then Ultra Ball I think is going to be yeah number possibly one like you're going to need more of those now. Yep, 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 yep. And Sublime, yeah, Ultra Ball has been around for so long. It's the one card you could use in your deck to increase uh, consistency, no matter what the deck was. It didn't have to be a specific type. It didn't have to rely on basics or a treat cost or anything like that. To see uh, Ultra Ball go, it doesn't reduce creativity, I think, but I think it's going to give some decks an advantage over others, which I don't necessarily like. And it also um, makes the game slower, because you can't get out what you need as quickly (coughs) for some um, circumstances, which I also don't like. I I feel like it's a lose-lose to lose Ultra Ball. It is. It it is at the end of the day, Um, but like Basket said, if there's three cards from this rotation that I think they really are coming back, it would be Double Colors Energy. It would be a, um, it would be Ultra Ball, and at the very least, Sodor GX because I already think it's coming. Um, but those are the three cards that I feel like it's going to be like I explained earlier with the Super Scoop Up. It, we're going to be without it for a few months, and then Pokemon is going to go like, hey, the next set's going to have a reprint. It's back on the game, so. Let's see if that's the case with both of these cards. Okay. 
Moving on to the last two, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Scape Rope from Burning Shadows. This was the card that allows you, opponent, to switch first to one of his bench Pokemon, and then you can switch yours. Uh, it was a really good card that saw a lot of play. Suddenly, it dropped out of play, and now it's back on top where a lot of people are using it again, thanks to Jirachi. Um, but now uh, now that it's popular once more, now it's going away. Uh, and I think it's definitely going to uh, hurt uh, cards like Jirachi, for example. Uh, let's start with Basket. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I wanted to say one more thing about Ultra oh, Ball. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's frustrating to me because um, the whole like tag team thing, yeah. Ultra Ball leaving means that it's going to be that much harder to um, play with anything other than like giant basics, like GXs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, tag teams. Just because you're not going to be able to get what or you're dragon doing. or psychic, um, right? psychic doesn't care at all. You're right. It's you're frustrating, right. And, and there's other. Ways. It's frustrating other that ways. only certain types or certain like archetypes are unbothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and must not we forget that we do still have other methods. Great ball. I know it might sound Ugh. silly, Ugh. but great ball Ugh. is being used Man. a lot more now than it was. That's, That's unfortunate. Um, it's so. It's such trash, though. It's such trash. It's not. Though. Okay, oh, if people are using okay. Great Ball, that just means that we don't have good enough options. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. But Great Ball is not a bad card. Draw upon. Remember change when it everyone to not was so crazy? Well, re <laughs> <laughs> remember when everyone was uh, playing uh, uh, Max Elixir? And Max Elixir was draw upon six cards. If you see an energy, grab it and put in one of your Pokemon. But it's a Max Elixir for, but with one more card involved, and it's Pokemon. Draw seven cards. If you if you find a Pokemon that you want, you put it on your hand. It's not that bad. It's just that because of Ultra Ball, because of Nest Ball, those <coughs> cards were really more powerful. But Great Ball in it itself is not a bad card. It's not a good card either. It's just a card. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Anyway, uh, so escape rope. Sorry, yeah. Basket. So a, a, yeah. yeah. So escape rope. Um, uh, I'm sad to see it go. Um, I liked it, and uh, I had it in at least two decks, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm sad to see it go, uh, especially because we're you know losing a lot of like this shift. We're losing a lot of abilities to choose which Pokemon stays in the active. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's upsetting to me. Um, but yeah, I never thought I would be this upset about escape rope leaving. Yeah. It's only because <laughs> we're because also of... losing Guzma. So exactly. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's because we're losing so many things and now escape rope, it's just like salt on the And wound. like I said, you know what I mean? Many of these cards that we talked about, some of them have lost their power throughout the years because, you know, throughout the month and years because new cards and new, the meta has changed and the, their relevance in the meta has not been the good. It is so sad that escape rope is having a, uh, a revive in the meta where it's now used a lot because there's new cards that, hey, actually escape rope mixes really well with these new cards. But it's leaving its last glory days because it is getting rotated out, which is unfortunate. Sublime. Yeah. I'm interested to see if status effect decks uh, have a chance mm, to shine for just a second. That's an interesting point, especially since uh, Unbroken Bonds brought us so many Dust poison. City or Dust City. Yeah, like, so many poison. Because people have always things. wanted to make decks like that work. And because but, of how yeah, the, the mechanics of the game, it's not the main feasible. problem. And I'm like... Yep. Could this be 
their one shot we'll see the status effects well maybe it may be the fact that now it's not that easy to control your opponent's active or switch their uh, your opponent's oh 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 my gosh sublime right now you have just become the strawberry on my (laughs) way holy crap i i'm actually i am now actually so excited because i was Oh my god! It's something I, people always want to do, and it sounds like a really fun concept that's always been bad. No, you're because you're of your totally right. and your escape rope. So I'm like, and your oh, life exactly. And you switch, and you're all of those cards that allows you to fast. Oh my gosh! I should be so over the moon right now because of uh, Alolan Muck and Muck, the new tag team. Yeah. Like I should be like over the moon. Okay, I disregard everything I've said you're this welcome. entire podcast. <laughs> I am so happy, <laughs> sublime. <laughs> You're amazing. All right, continue. Okay, that's great. So we're losing escape rope, and last but certainly not least, I hurt with this one because this is a must in every deck. And right now, I play so many decks that depend on at least one or two of these in it to work, and I hate it to see it go. And that's Rescue Stretcher from Guardians Rising. Last time printed, God, Rescue Stretcher allows you to choose one, either grab one Pokemon from your discard pile and put it on your bench. I'm sorry, on your hand. Or choose three Pokemon, uh, or uh, it's just Pokemon, right? Yeah, it's just Pokemon. Uh, three Pokemon from your discard pile and pull them, shuffle them into your uh, deck once more. Um, it's an extremely good card that has been played. If you play anything that is mostly basics, you play Rescue Stretcher. Sapdos decks with Pikachrom have to have two or three escape ropes because i'm sorry uh rescue stretcher because you gotta bring those pika crumbs or you gotta bring those chirachi so you gotta bring those saptos back from the dead some way and be able to replay them because your whole deck depends on just saptos chirachi and pika and pika crumb and thus you need these rescue stretchers to bring him back uh so we're losing that ability now we can't we won't be able to bring back those pokemon from the discard pile as easy as we used to with uh rescue stretcher i want to know what you guys think sublime let's start with you um come back to me I'll come back to you. Let's go with you, Basket. Um, I'm upset. Okay. Uh, I had Rescue Stretcher, at least one in every single deck, because, you know, when you're making a deck, you want the engine to run. Yep. And when something takes out one of those key components and, you need and you know, you can't get it to happen, you need cards like this. Yep. So I'm upset very much about Rescue Stretcher. Yeah, it is. It is going to be really hard to see it go. Although, I'm sure that by any means, Pokemon is not trying to, like, oh, we don't want you to bring anything back from your discard pile. So I'm sure that it's going to be replaced with something. Maybe, maybe something in Unbroken Bonds right now that I don't remember. Here's what you do. Here's what card. I needed to look up to make sure I did what I thought it did. Here's what everyone should do now. Just play Fairy. Take a Diantha. Done. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> you just solved it for everyone. Could you remind everyone what Diantha uh, So Diantha only works if you had a fairy type uh, that fainted in the previous turn, but it lets you take any two cards from your discard pile and put them into your hand. Yeah, it's an incredibly powerful card that only, unfortunately, works on fairy cards. Fairy decks. And um, Basket, last... Oh, you already went, sorry, and then we were going to come back to you, Sublime. I mean, that was your coming back to? Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's the end of it, guys. That's the end of the cards. I mean, there's many other cards that we are losing that I might not, ha- we might not have mentioned either because I. There's didn't too many dimensions. Is the thing. 
There yeah, are. too many to mention. Not that important to mention compared to the ones that we, or it might be that I completely forgot about one or two of them uh, to talk about. And if we did, please let us know uh, and send us your emails at PacoPodcast.com. With that being said, before we move on to the next, let me just mention also we didn't forget about expansion, but nothing changed about expansion. The format is still going to be uh, from black and white onwards. It is going to count uh, basically all the cards up to this point. So there's really no much change in the uh, expanded format uh, from what we are already used to. So there's that. Okay, so that's the end. Before we move on to the next segment of the show, which is Deck of the Episode, we want to go around your overall, overall thinking. I know that Basket just have a uh, come to Jesus moment (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, right now, thanks to Sublime. But let's start with you, Sublime. What is your uh, overall feeling and opinions to this uh, rotation and how it, what do you expect it will do to the next year's uh, and the world's? format i think losing double colorless is huge and people have to reassess their like so many people are gonna have to reassess their decks their choices um what is like viable for consistency and not i don't like rotation years when it doesn't end cleanly on like the first set of a generation so like i really like when it's sun and moon forward i really like when it was x and y forward and it's going to be a while before we reach Sword and Shield forward. So it's just like, okay, let's just play this yeah, weird now, now, format. Yeah, now we start the formats that are, yeah, that are like randomly part yeah. one. And I'm not a fan of tag teams, to be honest. So it's just like, it's not my favorite time. Okay, there we go. What about you, Basket? Shout out to the real EV. Our time has come and we are ready. <laughs> There you go. If there's two people who are looking forward to this rotation, is you said it. You and the really V both are masters of the status effects and have been waiting for their moment to shine in the TCG. Watch and the I next think that moment might be this moment up. might be this August. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm thinking that we have like you know. Like a three month span to really just kick <laughs> before butt. they fix it. <laughs> <laughs> before they reprint something that's just gonna screw yeah. everything. So we need to buy the cards now and we need to do it now. The next because after out. this we're done. After the next four scenes which comes out a card that will completely uh, yeah. Okay, that that's <laughs> that's great. So now with that being said, we're gonna move on to the last segment of the show and that's deck of the episode. So we'll be right back. Hey Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PocoPodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pocolonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash PucklePodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash podcast. And we are back to deck of the episode where we highlight the deck for this month. And today's, uh, or this month's deck is none other than the Reshiram Charizard GX deck for the first place Santa Clara in California Regional in 2019, piloted by Kian Amini. And... It states as this. This deck is a Charizard Reshiram deck, Reshiram Charizard GX deck that is based on just four Volcanians, two Reshirams GX, 
Pressure Ramen Charizard GX and one Eevee and Snorlax GX. Now, it only contains seven Pokemon because it only depends on seven Pokemon. Volcanion GX, of course, this is the same Volcanion from Unbroken Bonds, has the Flare Starter uh, attack for one Fire Energy. Search your deck for a Fire Energy card, attach it to one of your Pokemon. If you go for, if you go second, and it's your first turn, instead of searching for one, you can search up to four, three energy cards and attach them to one of your Pokemon any way you like. Then shuffle your deck. Needless to say, this is your starter. This is the Pokemon you want to have. This is why the deck only has seven Pokemon because you want to start with Volcanion at turn one so you can power up your Reshiram Charizard. But since Reshiram Charizard is the star of the show, let's go see what that does first. Sublime, would you like to uh, talk about what Reshiram Charizard does? Sure. Reshiram and Charizard, or Reshizard, is I'm following. Um, it reminds me of generic, uh, Reshiram EX. Do you remember way, way, way back in the day? Reshiram and Zekrom had outrage. This exact attack, it might have been 20 plus. Um, yeah, it it was 20 plus, yes. I remember it. Uh, but it had the exact same text. It was, this attack does 10 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. Which, we're talking about something with 270 damage. The odds are you're going to survive an attack. You just yeah. are, most likely. And you're um, going to revenge hit him so hard that gives you he's going to watch this is the future. Really great, because it synergizes quite well with the main attack, which is Flare Strike. Which costs three fire and a colorless. You know. Fire has a lot of energy support right now. Uh, and it just yes, says it that does. you can't use Flare Strike during your next turn. But that's okay, yeah, because when they hit you back, you just go outrage for 230 damage or something, you know? <laughs> yep. So it's the same. <laughs> Quite possibly. So you have this phenomenal attack that can hit the numbers you need it to when it's doing 230 at base before you add any boost or anything. And then we have the uh, phenomenal double blaze GX attack for three fire energy, which is 200 plus. If this Pokemon has at least three extra energy, which in a fire deck is quite doable. Um, Very doable, right? This attack does 100 more damage, and this attack's damage isn't affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. Metal decks with your resistance and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're yeah, doing 300 one. damage, and you're, you're, you're one-shotting something with 300 damage. You're one-shotting yeah. whatever it is. In front of you. There's <clears throat> yep. nothing that can survive a 300 hit from this. Nothing has more than 300 HP. Um in today's meta, at least not that I can think of, um, unless What's you're Waylords? Like, equipping a Waylord with something that gives it more than. But even then, the, whatever gives it more, this ignores any effects. So that is true. Any effects yeah. on your opponent's Pokemon? Yeah, it, that is true because this, this attack isn't affected by any effect on your opponent's active Pokemon. That could be ability, attack, or item card, yeah, a tool card that it has attached. Yeah, so that's one-shotting It is something. protected against. Yeah, but even it when it's not, between Flare Strike and Outrage, this is just like a really, 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 really big damaging uh, main hitter. Big yep. damage, yep. big numbers. 270 HP is good, too, because that's on the upper end of the tag yep. team. And, sp- and speaking of 200 HP, we do have another 270 HP uh, Pokemon on this deck, and that is a single Eevee and Snorlax GX. This is uh, also a big GX Pokemon, a t- tag team Pokemon that, it, that is included in this deck. And you only really need it to, uh, number one, if you need to hit something for colorless, for whatever reason, you do have it. Dumbstruck 
press uh, for two for four colorless energy. That's 120 plus uh, plus 120 more if it's an evolved Pokemon. So you can hit for a really really comfortable 240. Uh, which is not bad as an attacker. The, the only bad side is uh, it won't be hitting for any weakness. Uh, but at 240, is there any really weakness that you really need with that? I don't know. Um, but the main reason why you are playing Eevee uh, and Snorlax is because of that first attack, Cheer Up, which is one colorless attach an energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. Again, you're just setting up those Reshiram and Charizard GX. Those are your focus. Now, one thing... Why it is Double Blaze GX might be easier than you might think it is, just as Sublime said, is because of Welder is a thing. Welder, which this deck comfortably have four of, is a supporter card that says, attach up to two fire energy cards from your hand to one of your Pokemon. If you do, draw three cards. Not only is allowing you to drop two extra... And let me get this straight. The two, up to two energies that you're saying here... Those do not include the energy that you have for that turn. So when you play Wilder, you can play up to three energies that turn. And if you do, you draw three energies that card. That I'm sorry. You draw three cards that turn. Thanks to Wilder. Wilder is incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful. Such a great card. We talked about it on our review. And we gave it high expectations because it is a very powerful fire enabling card. Wow. Uh, but we do have another one, and that is Green Exploration Basket. Do you want to talk about Green Exploration? Um, yeah, sure. One, I love that Green is uh, Green Same. has a card. I mean, that's super cool. Uh, what it says, so it's a supporter card, um, and it says you can play this card only if you have no Pokemon with abilities in play, which this card doesn't have any. Or, sorry, this deck doesn't have any. Yep. And then search your deck for up to two trainer cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand, then shuffle your deck. There you go. This is basically a a team-up without having one of your Pokemon being dead. This is basically a... If you can make a else. deck that doesn't run abilities, there's no reason not to have that card. Not to play four green explorations. Because yeah. you have the ability to draw upon any <coughs> item card from your deck. Any trainer card. Sorry, not an item card. Any trainer card. Could be other supporters. Could be a stadium. Could be an item card. Could be a tools. Doesn't matter. If you're not playing any abilities, you are searching your deck for two trainer cards. And that is incredibly powerful and something that definitely makes you think twice to play Nander abilities. Because if you play abilities, you might not be able to use green uh, exploration. And I think that's a great balancing out for those players that don't want to play abilities. Um... Yeah, and it and it meshes so well with Lieutenant Surge's strategy. Yes, it does. Please go ahead and say what that the what card does. Um, so it's another supporter, um, and you can play this card only if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent. During this turn, you can play three supporter cards, including this yes. card. Yes, so you can use Lieutenant Surge, use Green Exploration to search a card for an extra supporter card and an extra. Uh, trainer, regular trainer, item, or stadium, and play that third supporter and play that item card that you just searched for gr- for green. I mean, the combination itself is insane. Insane. Um, okay, so uh, other than that, the other big thing that needs to be mentioned here, because it's important, is the custom catcher, which we already talked about when we were reviewing La Guzma. And this is the custom catcher card, item card, that uh, if you you this deck plays four of, 
if you uh, you may play two custom catchers card at once. If you play only one card, you draw cards until you have three cards. So it's basically like a Oranguru uh, from Sun and Moon that we just lost. Which is if you have one card in hand, and it was a custom catcher. You can draw upon it, so, so you can play it, so you can draw upon three cards. Uh, or you can play two custom catcher at once, and you can switch one of your opponent's spent Pokemon to their active Pokemon. This effect works one time for two cards. So you can, if you have four custom catchers <laughs> in your hand, you can play them all four at the same turn. It's basically what that's indicating. Um, it is a very good card. It it, it it pairs incredibly good with Green's Exploration because Green Exploration allows you to search for two trainer cards and what a coincidence. Custom Catcher requires two trainer cards for it to uh, bring an active from your opponent, uh, bench Pokemon from your opponent into the active. That's so why this deck don't really, care about who's more rotating. It really won't care. No, it won't won't care uh, for Guzma rotating. It has it, this deck has more ways of doing what Guzma does without Guzma than any other deck right now. Uh, thanks or any other deck that contains both custom catchers and green exploration. It's just that what one card used to do, Guzma, now you require two cards, uh, three cards to do, which is sucks. But it is what the meta is transforming to. Um, with that being said, that's basically, that's the main focus of the deck. The deck is to power up Charizard as powerful as you can, as fast as you can, sorry, and then completely destroy your opponent with heavy, impossible to block, impossible to defend uh, amounts of damage. Um, I have this deck in PTCGO. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, guys. I played it on my stream last week. I'm probably going to play it again on this week's stream, and it has not worked once for me. Well, maybe it's just I not your the... play style, you know? It probably is. I mean, I'm maybe the, it's just I not your worst way to play. Player. It's just it never worked for me. It just never came up to powering up that Charizard fast enough where my opponents were, you know, being destroyed. It's just they would. I people uh, see the Charizard and they kind of know, and they kind of go after it. And it's been really hard to play it in PTCGO. It might be different. Playing, uh, Sublime Hat mentioned that people, it's, you know, you can't compare players in PTCGO with real life players. Real life players have more limitation than PTCGO players. So it might be that in real life, the deck does a lot better than it does in PTCGO. So it, that, that definitely is, it could be also, and I'm more betting on this explanation, that I just suck. At playing with Thrushit, I'm Charizard, uh, which I think it's a more valid explanation as to why <coughs> this is not working for me. But oh, uh, sorry, let me cut there. Well, plus. Let me transfer to you guys. Uh, Basket, what do you think about Reshiram and Charizard GX the deck? I mean, this deck is just like it's really good. Um, I when I was um, when I heard about the deck, I was like, eh. I mean, Reshiram Charizard, that sounds dumb sounds like something i don't want to play if it won something cool but i don't want to play it and then i took a look at the actual card list and found out like all these awesome things about it like i i i love the way that this deck is supposed to play like that whole we were talking um uh off uh earlier about um uh how Vulcanian like reminds us of like the Talonflame and the Greninja and the Greninja decks, um, as like you know that's why you have four of those two Reshiram Charizards and one Eevee Snorlax. Um, I love the idea of a deck with only uh, seven Pokemon cards and five out of the seven aren't even the ones that <laughs> exactly. you're going to be attacking with. 
Like, it's just, it, it's oozes creativity and just, like, a lot of fun. Um, and uh, <clears throat> the amount of, um, it, it also blew my mind away, because I've never, I've never been, like, that into playing Fire at all. Probably because Fire was, you know, it has never really, had the really support it needed until now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now the support—it's—it's it's just blowing my mind that Fire can actually like do things yep. now. It's you heavily know, like, supported now. I mean, yep. yeah, it, it's just incredible to see like the transformation of you know, like you think like not even a year ago trying to play Fire, and then now like just. Yeah, it's, it's a insane. really powerful type now. It, it doesn't stop at Reshiram Charizard. There's so many fire decks now between this and the clown, the the, the it Pokemon, Blacephalon. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, it has the uh, the regular baby Charizard also is a really legit deck that is still going around. So fire has been coming back. Uh, it's the support. Like I said, there have always yeah, been strong support. attackers. Yeah. There have never been supports. Exactly. Remember when we lost Blacksmith? Yeah. That was a really big thing <coughs> for Fire because it was the big support that Fire needed to maintain relevant. It lost it, and thus Fire yeah. became irrelevant for a long time. And now <coughs> uh, it brought back, thanks to cards like Welder, um, that really gives the boost that Fire needed to become as powerful as it had become right now. Well, it was kind of funny because there weren't very many decks that could use blacksmith when it came out in standard like so it was kind of there and yes there was like um uh, vespiquin used it vespiquin used it when he used flareon no and... no no i know but i'm saying i'm talking about fire specifically mm. and i'm talking about like yeah, standard yeah. you know like like because you couldn't do the flareon vespiquin yeah. in standard at the time so it was like Yes, it was it was very useful and it helped fire Pokemon, but it it didn't really help the standard meta that much at all as far as like being able to play them. It was a great card, but there weren't a lot of great attackers that you could use for it that were specifically yeah. fire um, or fire built decks. If that makes yep. sense. Um, so it was kind of there and then wasn't really able to be used a whole lot, um, but at least in standard. What? Um, One little uh, awesome fact about Welder that I love. If you looked at the uh, regular Welder card, supporter card, um, the art is shows a Welder, a full gown Welder with the mask, and he's welding, and it looks pretty awesome, right? He, he looks awesome. But when you check the full mm -hmm. art version, you are revealed that that Welder is actually a woman. It's a female Welder, and I actually love that. I love that you can't... I, lo cool. I love that you can't tell that it's a women on the welder regular card because it's in its full armor full full not armor sorry full uh professional welder outfit and then when you check the full art it's a woman and i believe that's just awesome it, it gives me that that that's that metroid thing where it's like everyone thought that samus was a man in the first game and then when you finished the game you realize that no it was revealed that oh, uh, yeah. it was actually a woman it gives me that vibe and i actually love it so um anyway that's beside the point continue on basket sorry Oh, no. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, I'm just kind of, like, in awe at, like, the amount of power that Fire has now and um, uh, just how cool I think yeah. this deck is Ooh. that I and would have never even wanted to play before And we haven't even talked about two important other cards. Speaking of support, we didn't talk about Fire Crystal. Fire Crystal puts... It's an item card that puts three yeah. energy cards from your discard pile onto your hand. So it's an item card that just replenishes your energies from your uh, three energies from your discard pile immediately up to your hand 
And then you have Fiery Flint. Fiery Flint. If you can play this card only if you discard two other cards from your hand, just like Ultra Ball would. Search your deck for up to four fire energy cards. Reveal them and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. You're never going to run out. And remember, these two powerful cards that I just mentioned to you are completely searchable by uh, with Grin's uh, Exploration. So it's yeah. ridiculous the amount of support that fire has now that allows it to become so powerful so fast and i love every second of it people might complain that it might make fire uh, overpowered if they if they keep this up but fire has been so on the par for so long that it's just welcome at this it point. is I love it. the same with lightning lightning used to be <laughs> yeah. terrible yeah for yep. so yep. long and we're not talking so about months we're talking it. about years yeah we're talking yeah, about years, years where... where there was just not the right like, no one played lightning. Moment. No one played fire they because they never had no the mo- good their moments. So yeah, they deserve it. And more fire and lightning come lightning and forth. Fire. You deserve it. Yep. You definitely do. You definitely do. And ladies and gents, that's been deck of the episode, and that has also been this week's or this month's show. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as you guys know, if you enjoy all things Pokemon, it doesn't start or end in this show. You have the main flagship show with Thatchard, Fearless Leader, every Monday. Do not miss that. We also have the Battle Cast, which my bro here, uh, Sublime, is also a host of. And that show comes every month as well. I haven't as been on shows, it in a while. But yeah, it exists okay. and you should check it out. <laughs> you should definitely check it out. And uh, we also have the Game Corner, among other things. So please go ahead and join those. And, of course, if you like what we do, you can follow us on all the different media, uh, uh, social media. We got our uh, Twitter at Puckle Podcast. We got our Twitch stream, which I am one of your streamers. Please, uh, selfless, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, pointing, uh, promotion, self-promotion. Uh, uh, please join us every uh, Join me every Monday for the TCG stream on the Pokemon uh, Puckle TV Twitch stream. So the Puckle Podcast is the Twitch uh, channel you should, you can view us on. And last but certain not least, go to Facebook and check out our both our groups. We have a TCG, a Puckle TCG group for all things Pokemon, TCG, Puckle TCG, and we have our regular Puckle Podcast Facebook group as well. And lastly... But more importantly than all of what I just mentioned right now is our Discord channel. If you want someone to talk about Pokemon 24 hours a day from different parts in the world, your or the Puckle uh, Discord channel is the place for you. You can talk to me, Sublime, Basket, Fluffiest, Thatch, all of your favorite hosts are available at the Discord channel. Uh, whenever you go there, you just... Send us a tell. We talk if we're available. If we're able to talk to you, we definitely will. We're very welcoming. And it's what Buckle really is more than the podcast. It is that Discord channel. That Discord channel represents the community and represent what Buckle really is. And it's this great family of Pokemon fans that are get together from all over the world and just enjoy Pokemon as a family. And with that, uh, I leave you guys. Thank you so much for being here and helping out. Sublime, I've missed you. I've missed you, and I can't wait to see you both in person again. Yes, PuckleCon is only two weeks ago away, guys, so I'm going to be there. Basket's going to be there. Sublime's going to be there. So if you guys want to meet us, and if Ohio is uh, driving distance from you, um, or if you have the money you want to just spend on go flying over to Ohio to meet us, we uh, PuckleCon is midweek this... Uh, what was the weekend? The weekend... 
uh, I think it's the 19. Let me check the, the dates real quick for you guys here. The PucoCon will take place from the 20th all the way to the 23rd. That's the, the weekend. So Thursday, uh, 20th to Sunday, the 23rd, PucoCon in Columbus, Ohio. Be there or be square. Come and meet us in person. We are going to have a blast. And also... I have to thank my boy, my brother, my brother from Washington, Basket. Thank you so much for being here with me tonight. Oh, yeah. And I I had a lot of fun. And uh, Evie, it's on, man. It's, it's on. on. <laughs> there we go. The Poison Brothers are at it. With that, guys, you already hear the background noise, the guitar playing. It's closing time. Thank you so much for everything. And see you at AquaCon. And if not, see you next month. Or see you on Monday on the stream. Have a great night. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.